you're here. The social media chef here, Chris Tompkins. I'm so glad you are tuning in to today's show. I have so much to go through now. My mouth is going to be so tired after I'm done talking here. We have to go through on today's show some really hot marketing topics that while they might not be in the middle, in front of your vision, they are still extremely important. The first one we're going to talk about is email marketing, how to put it together, what a campaign should look like, all those little uh, bells and whistles. Then in segment two, we're going to talk about teleseminars and webinars, how to put them together, what they should look like, who you should be targeting, and why they can brand you in as an expert. Finally, we're going to be talking about um, fried chicken, fried shrimp, and fried fish in segment three. So uh, if anybody of you out there like to have fried food, you're going to love this segment. So I have to go for a break really quick, but we're going to come back and talk about email marketing on The Social Media Chef. Also, make sure to follow us on Twitter at The Social Chef. I'll be right back after the break with more. be honest. Do you have a Twitter campaign that isn't going anywhere? Do you have a Facebook campaign that none of your target market is liking at the moment? Do you need some more engagement on LinkedIn? Or how about having some videos on YouTube that you just want more people to see? This is when you need to call Go Media International. We're an online marketing firm that offers crisp, fresh online marketing solutions. We do everything from websites to search engine optimization to keyword research to email marketing campaigns, online advertising, you name it. you got to check out our website. It's GoMediaOnline.com. Or if you want to talk to somebody about getting some help with your online marketing campaign, call us toll-free on 1-866-926-2636 for a free, no-obligation consultation. We have lots of ways to help you at Go Media Online. All you need to do is reach out. Visit us again at GoMediaOnline.com. Now, let's talk about email marketing. Okay, how can we make this exciting, right? Uh, everyone has probably been thinking about it or been doing it for years. I know that since email really started catching on, and I mean, I, I'm aging myself even though email was not that long ago, I guess. Um, but I remember uh, learning how to do my first email blast and thinking, wow, this is going to make everything so much easier. <laughs> well, flash forward now 10 years or so, 12 years later, and um, email marketing's kind of still around, really doing well for a lot of companies, but many of us are taking our eyes off the ball. So what I want to tell you right now is it is a good thing for you to be doing, and you should not be ignoring it, and I'm going to tell you why. If you do email marketing the right way, it is totally, totally going to engage you with your target audience. Now, there's bad ways and there's good ways. Let me tell you a reason why you should not, or a way you should not do email marketing. Do not just buy 85 gajillion lists and then start spamming them every single week. Now, 
obviously there's different rules and regulations for every um, every different country. In America, you're allowed to just send emails to anybody that you want if you get them off of list, what, what have you. But if you are going to be doing it within, say, for example, England, there's rules governing against that. You have to have opt-in, which is when people really just subscribe to the information that you're sending through. What I say is grow a good opt-in list. Now, this is not impossible, and I'm telling you, having people that are in your list that are opting in, enjoying your content, as opposed to some random people where you're going to send out a thousand and you're going to get 500 different bounces, meaning that the emails are never going to get to the person that you send it to. It's better to to really build up a quality network of people that you know. Now, obviously, your subscription box for your newsletter, for your email campaign, whatever, should be highly visible. And obviously, the social media shop should be in social media, right? Um, if you go on to socialmediashoponline.com, you'll see the sign-in for our newsletter right there. And by the way, go sign up. And also on my in my firm, Go Media, GoMediaOnline.com, I have it right there. Now all those names go directly to uh, the corresponding email databases that I have for those um, those two accounts and newsletters. So it is a little bit of work to get everything hooked up. But you have to be talking about sign up for my newsletter in your social media. You have to be talking to your clients and getting them signed in. You should take some business cards and even send them out to those people. Always know that if you have some some sort of opt-out option within your email, it is way, way better, and it's much more white hat technique in terms of you know marketing to the public. So what I would suggest is really thinking about a campaign in a different way. You don't want to really be sending out email blasts constantly saying, buy, buy, deal, discount, awesome discount, even better discount, deeper discount, buy from me. It's boring and people are going to ignore it. You want to mix up your strategy, folks. What I do is I do 80% pull marketing and 20% push, meaning 20% of the time or even less, to be honest, because I don't really... I'm not a real pushy salesperson, um, which is a shocker, right? Because I'm so <laughs> freaking aggressive, right? But, um, you know, when it comes to uh, email marketing, I think it's just great sharing good information and educating the people that are on my email list. And so I want to share good quality content that they can use to enhance their online marketing. Um, you know, like the things that we're talking about right now. I would put that in an email uh, newsletter and send it to my clients. And once in a while, I'll say, hey, we're running a special on XYZ campaign. It'd be great if you called in. We'll, we'll, we can help you out. The economy's tough, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, you don't want to just constantly sell to people. You want to actually get bring them in to listen to you because you want to share your expertise, which is what we'll talk about in the next segment as well with the teleseminars and webinars. Now, 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 now. you got your email list building. What the hell are you going to do with it? You know, are you going to just send them out manually from Outlook or MacMail? No, you're not. You're going to use an email marketing program. There are free email marketing programs out there that you can find. You can go to something such as MailChimp. There's Vertical Response. There's also Constant Contact. While some of them do have nominal fees, um, they also offer a little bit more security, uh, and they get through spam filters slightly easier, which is good. There's sendouts. There's loads. So just Google it, and you can find it. But the moral of the story here is that you can go in there and you can create custom templates. Oh, no, I can't design. I don't know how to do this. They're already set up. All you have to do is click and move and change the copy. It's really, really that simple. 
personally, I like to have a very minimal design on mine because I like the words to be the powerful part. But you can do as much design as you please. Just know that sometimes when you send through these um, emails, depending on who opens them up and what sort of security they have, those beautiful pictures that you spent so long trying to find and putting into your mail might just be um, an empty box with a red um, cross through it. So, you know, just, just think about it in those terms. Now, um, you know, just to kind of round this whole segment out, what I think is a successful uh, email marketing campaign is it, it has a couple pillars. The first one, I think, is that you have to have a really good database of people that you're contacting. If you're sending to a bunch of people that you don't know, that you've never heard, that are out of your target market, it's a crapshoot. You might get one or two, but, you know, I, I'm, you know, who knows? Um, I think it has to be, uh, you have to have a great uh, email marketing system that you can use and also have it as automated as possible so when people sign up to your newsletter, it just shoves it right into that constant contact or MailChimp account or what have you. Uh, then you want to make sure that your uh, message is not really salesy. It's, it, it's a little mixture of both, that you're educating people and showing people your expertise. That's what email marketing is really great with. Also, don't write huge, long litanies, books, screen after screen after screen. I do it once in a while, I, I have to admit, but don't do it every single week. You want people to be able to digest your uh, material really quickly and immediately use it if they can. And, you know, also, I think the last one is consistency. I went to, um, I was at a uh, conference and I was speaking, and someone, uh, someone was speaking and saying that you can send out emails every single day. There's no such thing as sending out too much email. I believe there is, and I think that if you know your market, you know what your market's going to be interested in. So test different strategies. I say once a month. I mean, sorry, forget that, once a week. But you can also do once a month, just as long as it's consistent, once every two months, whatever you want, but as long as you can get in front of your customer. Because if you're not calling them and you're not emailing them directly, this is a great way of putting your name and your brand, brand right in front of them. All right, folks, I'm going to wrap this up really quickly because we're going to come back after this break with some teleseminar and webinar tips. I'll be right back on The Social Media Show. Okay, if you're like me, you're getting a little bit tired of always talking about one aspect of marketing, which is social media. Now, I love social media, don't get me wrong, but there's a lot of other things that um, businesses can use just like mine and yours to build their businesses using marketing. So that's why we created The Social. The Social is not exclusively a social media group. It's about a bunch of people internationally getting together to talk about marketing ideas and sharing trends, tips, tactics, strategies, and also helping one another build their businesses. Follow us on Twitter, at The Social Go, to find out more about what we plan in the future, what type of events we're going to be. If we're going to be in your neighborhood, you have to follow us in order to find out. We have a television show coming out, and our website will be up in no time flat. So, if you need to go on Twitter, follow at The Social Go, and learn how you can get involved in this brand new community. Okay, we are back. Thanks for hanging in there. 
This is Chris Tompkins, the social media chef. You can listen to our show every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, our half-hour show pretty much covers everything uh, from the world of online marketing as well as some cooking stuff, which we'll be doing in segment three uh, this week when we talk about some wonderful uh, fried foods that you can make at home that are totally unhealthy, <laughs> by the way. But what the heck, you know, it's it, we still have to cling on to the last bits of summer. We have some uh, holidays coming up before we get back into the back into school thing. So, um, But uh, I'd love to invite you all to join me on Social Media Chef Online. That's our official website. On there you can find lots of really great material. Everything that we talk about on these shows are going to be on there. Um, you can find past recipes, past online marketing tips, there's surveys, there's free downloads, there's videos. I could go on and annoy you, but I won't. There's lots of stuff there. Also, you can um, get the link to our iTunes podcast and our, also our link to our Blog Talk radio site. Now, on both of those sites, you can download and listen to the show whenever you want. So you don't have to be a slave to the 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time time slot. But now... We were talking in the last segment about email marketing. I want to really move into, um, I'm going to stop the plugging, right, and uh, start talking about teleseminars and webinars. Now, one of the things that's happening right now in business is that everybody is really jockeying for position. With the economy being so bad, which I hate saying because it's almost like speaking it into truth, right, um, and also I'm just so tired of hearing it, but there's a lot of changes in, every, in all of our industries, I mean, even in mine. So what we want to do is we really want to do something to make ourselves look extra special, to look like the go-to person in our field, and just really visible, really credible, and get people to engage with us on another level. Obviously, social media, wonderful, networking events, great, public speaking, wonderful, writing a book, doing PR, all this stuff is wonderful. But uh, there's another thing that you can do that isn't too expensive. Now, if you want to, a really great idea is to try to talk to a lot of your a lot of your target market at once and offer them some good tips. You would do that in the form of a seminar, right? So if you go to a seminar and speak with them live. But what if you want to cut down your time, you want to cut down your cost, and even have it scheduled so it just runs out at a regular time? Well, if you want to do something like that, you can do a teleseminar or a webinar. Now, if you were not super advanced in terms of working um, video cameras uh, or live taping of your desktop or you don't feel comfortable with that, if you want to just go with the, the traditional conference call teleseminar type technique, do it. Do not think that if you're going to hold a teleseminar, people are going to think that you're backwards, that you don't know what you're doing, that you're not tech savvy. Uh, a lot of people in your target marketplace may not be tech savvy, so that might be the perfect way to connect with them. But if you are if you are tech savvy and you do have a tech savvy market, then a webinar is actually something better. Now we honestly know exactly what these are, right? They're seminars. One's on the phone and one's on the computer, right? So let's forget about discussing the mediums and just talk about the value. Now both of the both of those services can be offered for free. There's lots of teleseminar services that are free, and there's also lots of ones that are paid. It depends on what you find, but. There's two good things about this. One, you could monetize it. So, for having 100 people on a call and you charge 20 bucks and it's an hour, you know, that's 
you know, it's it's a lost leader, I guess, because in terms of your time, it's very valuable. But still, that's a really nice return. But also, what I find the value in is you actually get to have a conversation and have the ear of your audience. And what I always try to do is I always try to do – I have another one coming up um, through Go Media. I'll, I'll give you details uh, on the website. But um, what – what I like to do is I like to really find a topic that people are having trouble with. You know, um, Facebook pages was one that I've been I've been talking about quite a bit on my other newsletter, and uh, so you know a webinar on that would make total sense for me. So I can actually go and say, hey guys, this is what a page looks like. Look here, click this, do this, and then it actually becomes very very active, and it, you have a dialogue. And also, you know, you can answer questions throughout these things. You can answer them at the end. You can answer them during, um, by instant messenger. Even people will do them on Twitter. You can have um, a hashtag created so that you can, um, people can follow the conversation that are on the call. There's a million different ways of doing it. My point is that you should really just wrap it around good quality content that people want to hear. They do not want to hear you pitch your product. They do not want to hear you um, offer... I don't know. I guess they could they could want to hear you offer instant solutions to their problems, but I think being realistic about what people need and what you offer and how you can wrap it and position it so that you're giving them a lot of value is the way forward. Uh, you know, doing a bait and switch is there's too many of these going on. So that means that you'd lose that audience and they're hard to get back once you shun them. So I've seen people do this. I've been on calls where the third slide's already how much their service costs. Or the second slide is click here and buy my product. I mean, that is really baldy, in my in my opinion. But more power to them. If they can do it and it works for them, great. But I would say, overall, these are the things that I've seen that have worked and have also built wonderful reputations for some people. Um, outside of the teleseminar and webinar world, it actually can get them speaking engagements and also lots of new customers. Um, one thing not to forget, though, is even though it is a non-selling call, so to speak, uh, at the very end, you should always offer something exclusive. That is my biggest tip, actually. Um, come, come up with a, an exclusive package of your service or um, a package of your product and service or just product or whatever you sell. Come up with something special because that shows people that you care and you've actually thought about this and you're trying to fit their needs. And I'm telling you, if you're on a call, and for example, if I'm on a call and I'm talking about Facebook pages, and I offer them a discounted uh, Facebook page campaign with free ebook and this e-course and blah, 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 you know, they're going to be more apt to bite into it. So, you know, it's, again, that 80-20 principle, 80% giving good quality information and 20% selling. So, again, I'm not going to beat this anymore, but I really think that if seminars on the phone or on web are wonderful ways for you to build your uh, expertise and um, people's view of you as an expert, and also your credibility and, of course, your visibility. And promote them on social media and your email list. All right, that's enough of this stuff. I'm going to come back and we're going to be cooking in the kitchen with me, Chris Tompkins, a social media chef, right after this break.
People need the basic necessities of food, shelter, and a sense of self-dignity. The Riverfund New York offers programs that are designed to help meet these needs in a safe and supportive environment and support and affirm all people regardless of age, sex, ethnicity, religion, and sexual orientation. Their numerous volunteer programs, outreach programs, and more help really truly empower people that are near or below the lines of poverty. If you would like to make a difference today, visit them online at riverfund-ny.org. Again, that's riverfund-ny.org. There are no throwaway people, and every dollar helps. This is a very, very important cause and something that you can make a difference in today. So go to your online at riverfund-ny.org. You're listening to me, Chris Tompkins, a social media chef on our weekly show. Uh, I hope you can tune in every week if you haven't. And if you like the show, make sure to tell your friends. Uh, you can find us on iTunes. You can find us on the thesocialmediachefonline.com. Also, you can tweet us at the social chef or me personally at Crisco Media, which is C-H-R-I-S-G-O Media. And, you know, this is always my favorite I think, of all of the segments, just because I love to cook. I think everybody knows that by now. Um, if you've been listening, uh, you know, we've had the show now for um, quite some time, and uh, my passion in the kitchen is only rivaled by my passion for my clients <laughs> at my company and online marketing and learning and all of that good stuff. So it's really nice to be able to uh, share the recipes that I cook for my friends and family at home. And uh, today is no exception. Uh, we've been working on a lot of the recipes that I've been putting up online and we've been sharing with you on socialmediachefonline.com have been a little bit on the fiddly side. And, you know, I like to be a little fiddly in the kitchen just because I don't now because, you know, we're so, we're so busy with so many things and, you know, life throws so many things at us nowadays that you don't really have the time to sit down and really make a really gorgeous dinner. And I've been I've been terrible. I usually do um about one or two dinner parties a month and do a whole big theme and get like a whole bunch of friends over and and you know, it's just, you know, life and work has been absolutely too busy to even do it. So, uh, you know, it's been lots of easy things lately and uh it's amazing. I think one of the things I wanted to tell you to talk about now is it's amazing how easy it is to cook something healthy. <laughs> It's also very easy to make something unhealthy. Um, you know, one of the things that, I, I mean, I do not own a microwave. That's one of the things that a lot of people think is hilarious. Um, because if there is a microwave, I don't use it, but I just don't like to use it because I'm not a big fan of anything microwaved, any microwave meals, any microwaved anything. Um, I was raised from the school of you buy it, you cook it, there you go. So one of the things that um, I had the other day that was... Uh, absolutely nasty <laughs> was um some sort of chicken nugget bite something or other and um when i was eating it i was thinking to myself oh god you know there's there's a way better way of doing this 
And that's kind of what I wanted to talk to you about today. Now, when you think about, you know, this is the picnic season, folks, right? You know, who isn't going on a picnic? Uh, well, me, because I'm too busy. But, you know, I'm sure a lot of people are having family get-togethers and, you know, all that good stuff. So, what are you bringing? So, one of the things, you know, the last couple weeks we've been talking about cold salads that you can bring to, you know, picnics, get-togethers, um, or anything in the park, or whatever. But today I want to talk about a favorite. Fried food is a favorite of many people, uh, definitely in America. I can say that. We have, this is the home of the fried uh, Twinkie and Oreo, so... Um, <laughs> we have quite a bit of, uh, of fans of the fried food here. Now, one of the things that always bugged me with fried food is that the batter is always so lame. You know, I always find it very, I don't like the crusting on it. I don't like, I don't think it really comes to life. Now, here are some awesome tips that I use, and I say they're awesome because I've eaten them and it's awesome. Uh, this is not something, if you are on Weight Watchers, I wouldn't probably suggest this. Or if you are going on a marathon tomorrow, I'd probably skip this one. But one, I have one tip, and this is actually, I think I poached this one from Paula Dean, but I could be wrong. Um, I like my fried food to have a little bit of a kick to it. So some people would do, oh, I'll just put some you know, pepper into it or pepper flakes. I use red hot sauce or a really spicy cayenne chili sauce, and really, glug a couple um, shots in there. As long as it's not uber, uber hot or West Indian hot, because um, some, there's some West Indian sauces that are just, like, unbelievably hot, which I love. But if you don't want too hot, you gotta you got to know what you're getting into with the red hot. But mix that into your egg um, that you dip your, uh, you know, your chicken, your shrimp, your fish in before you put it into the your coating. Um, I love the way it tastes. It adds a little bit of a zing, a little bit more spice, because generally, you know, if you dip it in egg, you dip it in um, breadcrumbs, you throw it in the fryer, it's like, okay, it tastes fried. I want to make it taste better than fried. If I'm going to have fried food, I want to push the whole boat out. <laughs> I want the whole, I want it up to the nines. So, what I suggest is don't crust it with breadcrumbs. Find something better. Now, there's something out that are, there's two things out, actually. There's something called pretzel crisps, which are really, really thin um, pretzels that are made like potato chips. Um, absolutely delicious, but just hard like a pretzel. And they have buffalo flavor. But they also have um, a buffalo flavored and ranch flavored and all sorts of different flavored. Um, I think Snyder's makes them, and they are pretzel, pretzel bits that are broken. I'm telling you, grab your roller, put those in a towel, and smash the hell out of them, and then dip your your chicken, fish, shrimp, whatever you want to fry, into your egg with a little bit of hot sauce, and then roll it in those broken pretzels, and then, the unthinkable, dip it in the egg again, and then dip it into the pretzels again. Let it sit for a minute, get your oil, nice and hot for frying, Pop that sucker in, and when it floats, we're done. That's easy, right? I have to tell you, this pretzel one, I mean, you can do it with, uh, people for years have been doing it with, like, cornflakes or, you know, broken up potato chips or, I, I mean, whatever you want, really. You can be very inventive. But I have to tell you that the hot sauce and egg and the broken buffalo flavored or any type of pretzel 
is amazing. The crunch that you get from the pretzel, it actually makes the pretzel a little bit softer. So if it's a hard pretzel, it's not going to hurt your mouth. I don't know. I can really go on and on about this, and I actually might make it tonight for dinner because <laughs> it makes me so freaking hungry. It's so good. Um, but honestly, it's really, really inexpensive. If you're going to be cooking for probably a family of four, you only need one bag of pretzels because that's pretty much going to coat everything. Um, you know, if you have four four uh, good-sized chicken breasts, you're probably going to have one bag of pretzel um, and maybe two two to three eggs um, beaten and then with the hot, the hot sauce swirled in. So I have to tell you, it sounds cheap and nasty, but it is delicious. And if you serve it with a, a little bit of uh, honey mustard or something and a little bit of a, a ramekin, people will think that you are Julia Child. So there you go. <laughs> That's my tip for today. Not very healthy, but hey. I'm going to be back right after the break on the social media show. So you've been listening to the social media show, which I have to thank you for. Um, I really enjoy doing the show, and one of the things that I like to tell everybody is, you know, it's not just about the show, it's about the community, and you can find out more about our community at our website, Social Media Chef Online, www.socialmediachefonline.com will have everything that you need to really get jump started in terms of marketing or in the kitchen. We have various stories of Twitter marketing, Facebook marketing, LinkedIn marketing, YouTube marketing. And are you getting in the kitchen? We have recipes for every different occasion, whether it be casual or formal. Even we have some alcoholic drinks on there that you can make yourself. But visit us online, Social Media Chef Online, and get the latest in downloads from free ebooks, videos, and a lot more. We hope to see you there at socialmediachefonline.com. everyone thank you so much for joining me today on the social media chef catch us every wednesday at 1 p.m and make sure to check us out online at socialmediachefonline.com next week's show we're going to be talking about a bunch of other good stuff we're more online marketing more cooking probably a dash of facebook and a little dash of twitter in the upcoming episodes if there is anything that you want me to cover you've got to get in touch tweet me at the social chef and let me know what your show idea is don't just sit there and listen make sure that you actually take part in this whole process i'm happy to discuss any topic if you have a guest or you'd like to be a guest on a future show let us know we're here to help out okay so tweet us at the social chef or email us at info at servefreshmedia.com ladies and gentlemen i have the pleasure uh being with you today. So uh, until next time, you guys have a great week and we'll see you next Wednesday.